Hey everyone, welcome to the Withering Effect, episode 137. Today's date is March 27th, 2022, and I am Duds or Duds Versus, known to the rest of the interweb. And I'm Jimbo, you may know me as Jimbo Slice 23 So what have you been up to this week, Duds? Editing. <laughs> so much editing. Mm. Uh, I'm saying it with a smile, though, because, you know, I'm trying to drown out the, the pain of editing. Yeah, it's not as fun as you think it would be sometimes. Yeah. It's, it's a job. Like, it takes work and time. I feel you. Yeah, editing is definitely my least favorite part about making YouTube videos. Uh, to the point where my content, I can edit an entire 20-minute episode in less than 30 minutes. And that's actually watching the episode as I edit. Mm -hmm. And I've broken it up to like, I edit every day. So I'm only doing it for like five minutes or less. Okay. And now I'm spending an hour and 15 minutes editing per five minute clip. And it's just like, dear Lord, make it stop. Yeah, mine's similar to that. I hope it's worth it. I hope people really enjoy this episode. A lot of... A lot of work has gone into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's always disappointing when you don't feel like you get the feedback for the work you put into it. Yeah. I know what you mean. This will definitely be the last episode. I do like this for a while. I definitely need a break mm. from this kind of episode, especially because I have a build in mind. I've been wanting to build for like the last four days. Okay. But I can't break from what I'm doing to build. So it's like... Uh, and my my video clip folder is just so disorganized right now because I'm at the point now where I have, I don't know, 70% of the clips I need. So I've, how do I explain this? For each clip, I have to edit that one clip for about an hour and 15 minutes. And then that finalizes that clip. And then that clip then has to go into the overall video editor, which does not take as long. It's only taking about, 15, 20 minutes per clip there. Okay. But it's just so much. And you're trying to keep continuity going in all the recordings, even though I've recorded all of them just out of whack. They're not even close to being in the correct timeline. <laughs> That's fun. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it, you want to, when you use replay mod, you, you got to get like the right angles. Mm -hmm. You want to have the right timing. That's that's where I usually spend most of my time editing that and looking for the right background music. That's usually where a lot of my time goes. Oh, man. Me and Replay Mod, we're going to have it out. So I'm finding all the bugs in Replay Mod. Mm, okay. So I'm the reason every clip takes so long is I'm recording it all cinematically. It's all in Replay Mod. And I'm trying not to do one giant long camera take. It's like 10 to 15 camera takes per three minutes. So it's a lot of camera jumping. The problem is, in one of the clips, a totem of undying goes off. Every time I start a new camera angle, no matter how far into the clip I am, sparkles come out my butt. Huh. Every time. I, I could be a good two minutes away from when the totem of undying went off. Because I'm starting a new timeline, sparkles. So you you have to start your edit bef early. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So that's why it's taking so long. I've got a good ten to fifteen seconds of overlap that I now have to edit out 
And it's just like, uh, on top of that, if you were to toss a player something, I found this when I was working with Winner. If you toss a player something, it'll show them receiving the item, but it'll create a duplicate in your hand, even though you don't have anything in your hand. Yeah, I don't know about that one. So you have to make sure you have a second item in your hand. So when you toss the item and it creates the duplicate, you can switch hands or items and that'll erase the duplicate. Hmm. So weird. Yeah, I don't think I've seen that one. And not to mention, I've been having PC troubles from hell. <laughs> so it all started with a USB hub. So my mic, controller, and Stream Deck are all plugged into what I thought was a high-quality USB hub. I unplugged my controller to plug it back in because that's how you turn it on. You just unplug it, plug it back in, and it, it turns on and it's ready to go. Well, the USB hub grounded and died. It's weird. So I lost all functionality for those things. So I went, I grabbed a new USB hub, got everything plugged back in, and then a metallic hum came from the back of my microphone when talking. Oh, wow. It's in one of the clips. I didn't realize it was happening, and there was no way I could fix it or edit it out. I've tried to suppress it as much as I can. And to the average person, you probably won't hear it. But to someone like me and you who has been stressing over microphone quality for the longest time, it was the most annoying thing in the world. So I had to crawl back underneath the desk and redo some wires and stuff. Yeah. And I got the metallic sound out, obviously, by my voice now but i also got the backup computer going too so yay that's that that's working now it's relieving yeah <laughs> when everything works the way it should mm -hmm. well and the worst part is i'm getting ready to order the new processor for my computer oh which means i'm gonna have to unhook everything again rewire <laughs> yeah but i think this time when if i unhook it i'm gonna pull my entire desk away from the wall and reroute every wire going to it so it's nice and neat and probably color-coded so I know which wire goes where. Yeah, it's a good idea. Yeah, but that's it. That's, that's all I've got this week. I'm hoping my episode is out by the time this episode comes out. I can't say for sure. It's one of those where I'm relying on a collab, and it all depends on if our times line up correctly. Yeah. How about you? I, uh, I've been grinding a lot this week. Mm-hmm. Trying to gather up resources. I got a big build in mind. Uh, the big build I've been working on in creative. And uh, the first thing I got to do is just gather the resources. That's the main thing. I've I've done a lot of gathering with uh, snow. Like I said, I'm going to be building in the sky. For those who haven't watched my episodes, I'm building in the sky, which means I have to m pretty much make my own clouds. Yes. I uh I don't want the build to just hover there. I'm not making like land up there or floating islands. This is going to be in the clouds. So got to make my own clouds. And with that, I want to use snow and glass, you know, to give it the transparent look, but also a white look. I figured white concrete or white concrete powder for one, the powder would need something underneath of it. That would be a pain. And uh, quartz also just seems a little too white. The snow's got a little bit of blue in there. It looks more fluffy, so figured I'd go with snow. It's a lot easier to farm, also. It's a lot easier to get a hold of. Yeah. I, I did make a snow farm, but I feel, I feel like it's too slow. I'm going to need a lot of this stuff, so 
I, I did find an area where no one's basing at where I could actually gather this stuff up. I wanted to make sure I wasn't too close to anybody. Anyone, <laughs> closest person I'm near is Carl. And uh, I dug out like two shulker boxes of snow. I'm like, oh, hey, Carl, I'm kind of digging outside of your area. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like 600 blocks away. I know, I know I'm far enough. And uh, he's like, oh, just make sure you're like this and that. I'm like, this is where I'm at. He goes, oh, that should be fine. I'm like, well, it's honestly, it's too late. It's too late to tell me no anyway. I already dug so much of this stuff out. So you're going to have to deal with it. But I, I knew I knew I was far enough. Anyways, I, I dug out all the snow. I started placing all the snow. And glass is going to be the big issue. But uh, I did hear that Winter actually uh, was able to set it up to where we can smelt our sand in the glass through, through the blast furnace, which normally you can't do. Yeah, did not know that. Yes, Winter Winter's a genius. I definitely want to say I brought that up with some Minecraft devs who were on. Because that's how you make glass is in a blast furnace. Right. So it's like, why is that not a thing in the game? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've I, I gathered some sand. I haven't necessarily went to a desert to gather anything. It's just sand that I've been collecting from my island and just collecting over playing the game. And uh, I don't nearly have as much. But I've also, I've got villagers I've been trading for glass. Now... They only give you so much at a time. There's not going to be... I'm going to need a lot more than what they can actually trade with me with. Yeah. But as of right now, I'm just trading out iron for glass with my villagers, which is convenient, but it's it's still not enough. But uh, yeah, going to have to do a lot of resource gathering just to get to my next episode. I haven't recorded anything, but um, besides my next Ripple episode, I do have uh, another episode that i want to do and release fairly soon Mm. little spoiler alert there but uh yeah that's that's it for my week hope i'm able to get this thing started i can't wait to start my next (laughs) i've had this in mind and i i've got to give errington props for it he has a single wall design in one of his builds that basically inspired my entire build oh that's pretty cool i'm hoping it turns out well I'm hoping it doesn't look like a church <laughs> like my other starter house did. Ah, uh, yeah. It's going to be a very modern-shaped building, and I'm I'm excited for that and how I'm going to fit it in with the builds I have there now. That's cool. Yeah, a lot of your episode you're working on is lore, right? Yeah, the episode I have now is 100% lore. There's, I, I'm not building a single thing in it. Ooh. I can go ahead and tell people that right now. Still should be fun. It should still be super fun. I'm I'm hoping people are going to like it because, yeah, <laughs> I don't want to say too much without spoiling it. I've got the first three minutes of the final edit done, and it's super entertaining. So I'm hoping, and there, there's a couple shots where I'm hoping people go, how the heck did he do that? Oh. They're not, when you hear how, I've, how I did it, it's nothing special. But I, I want people to be able to say that. I want to try to figure it out. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Let's hop into the news, because I didn't realize we're already 14 minutes into the episode. Yeah, give or take Carl edits. <laughs> Carl edits, we're at like five minutes right now. Let's start with the fact that we're getting a new snapshot. Now, there was a new beta right before the snapshot, but they kind of coincide 
the Java snapshot is getting essentially the same thing the beta did mm-hmm. and catch up from a previous snapshot it was behind on. So like Java is now getting darkness mob effects, skulk shrieker functionality, the warden boat with chest and swift sneak. It had that in the experimental snapshot. Right. But now it's actually in a snapshot snapshot. Yeah, and the experimental snapshot didn't have as many deep, dark biomes. Like Correct. you've had the ancient cities. Mm-hmm. When I was looking for the ancient cities, that's all I could find. There was no little deep, dark biomes scattered throughout. Right. They were way more rare, but it seems like they added these deep, dark biomes that are fairly big. I was very surprised. Yeah, I was going to say, they're not even really that little anymore. Mm-mm. They're decent sized. Right. And I, I've noticed they try to take out the waterlogged. You know how some of these caves are waterlogged? Oh, yeah, the aquifers. The aquifers, yeah. Mm-hmm. They've kind of taken care of that, though yeah. it seems like some could spill into the biome. Yeah, I'm sure you're still going to get a few bits of overflow over there, but... I don't want to say you can see a hard line because it's a very natural line, but you can see where they went, blunk, cut off. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure they'll touch up on that. But yeah, yeah, less flooded deep darks are are a good thing. Yeah, because deep darks, let's remember, are not supposed to be spawnable. Mm-hmm. Keep that in mind. You imagine summoning the warden in water? Be weird. Oh, that's a that's a glitch now. When they're in water, yeah. A warden in water and lava will bob up and down, they don't sink, and if they go into a waterfall or a lava fall, they, like, swim all the way to the top almost instantly. Yep. Straight to the top, like, pretty quick. Yeah. Pretty weird. I don't think that's intended. No. You would think it would take damage from the lava, but this is, you know, this (laughs) is a different kind of mob. Maybe it doesn't. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe it's immune to lava. I'm okay with that, but the way it bobs on... The lava, it's, mm-hmm. I don't know, I, I feel like that's a bug. Yeah. Could you imagine how sneaky it would be if it could sink to the bottom of a lava lake and then it just crawls out of the lava lake to get you? That'd be cool. Oh. <laughs> Man, that'd be creepy. Uh, what was the, is it the catalyst that creates more? Yes. Skulk that holds XP? Yes. So they removed the functionality of the catalyst to spawn Skulk Shriekers. Oh, really? So that way, if you're using the catalyst to create an XP storage farm, mm-hmm. you won't accidentally summon a bunch of wardens. I didn't know it was doing that. Mm-hmm. I could see that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, if a shrieker was too close to where the mobs were dying, yes, it would definitely hear all that mm-hmm. and set it off. Okay. I didn't see any video about that, though. Be crazy. Uh, Exuma Boy talked about it super quickly. Okay. It's not that big of a deal. It just makes the Shrieker a little bit more rare. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, if you're wanting to do any kind of Warden Farm, does I don't know why you would want to, because they don't drop anything. Mm-hmm. You still would only need like one or two anyways. It's not like you need a ton of them. Yeah, Shrieker, the Shrieker block is going to be used a little differently. I mean, I, I like the idea that they're more rare. Uh-huh. I don't necessarily think they should be in just any regular deep dark biome. I feel like they should just be found in the ancient cities. But um, I don't know if there's no loot. Why? Why have the warden running around? It's the way I feel. 
Well, I don't think you can get a shrieker in even the deep, dark biome itself. I think it still has to be in the ancient city. Okay. At least I haven't seen any, but... I think in the experimentals there were... I could be wrong. I don't know. Yeah, I could be missing things. So, we'll find out. Mm-hmm. It's a snapshot. Things aren't going to change anyways. Right. Uh, but let's, let's talk Swift Sneak, because yeah. that's now a part of your leggings. Good change. I love this change. It's a great change. Yeah, instead of having 87 enchantments on your boots, you now have one on your leggings. Mm-hmm. That is unique. Yeah. Now, there is still a glitch where you can put Swift Sneak on your boots, but it does not carry the effect. Yeah, clearly a bug there. I'm sure that'll be fixed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the fact that leggings now have their own enchantment, and Swift Sneak will be one of those enchantments I want on my leggings. Yep, at all times. Mm-hmm. It'll go on my good armor. Mm-hmm. Three different levels. You got one, two, and three. Yeah, I seem to sneak a lot. Mm-hmm. And this will help me not really lose my pace. I don't know. I feel like it'll help, especially when bridging. <laughs> yeah. I just thought about those long bridges in the end when you're trying to get your elytra. Mm-hmm. Now, this could raise the argument with uh, scaffolding now. Like, scaffolding was always quicker to, like, get around. Though, you know, it only bridges out so much, and then you got to make a new scaffolding tower. But uh, you might be able to get to areas faster with the swift sneak if you just bridge with, you know, grass, stone, whatever you can instantly mine. Yeah. Uh, and let's talk about boats with chess. Yeah, this is, this is pretty big. Mm-hmm. Doesn't sound like it would be big from the get-go. Right. But it is. Mm-hmm. There's a lot more mechanics to it. Yeah. From just the general player standpoint, it's a boat with a chest in it. You can then put items in said chest and boat around. That doesn't sound big, except for now, this is a movable storage option that's not a shulker box. Mm-hmm. And even the shulker box, if you hit it with a piston in Java, I don't know what it does in Bedrock. I know Bedrock players can move chests with pistons and stuff like that. But in Java, the fact that this is our first movable storage uh, block item whatever it's huge yeah when you look at it well let's talk about when you break it because there is some parity differences if you break it in bedrock you'll get the contents of the chest the chest and then the boat right whereas in java if you break it you get the contents of the chest and then the chest still combined with the boat yeah i feel like this is where bedrock is on the right path i do too yeah, you know, just like hopper minecarts or chess minecarts. Yes. How they break apart and you got to put them back together. I feel like that should be the way to go. Yeah. If hopper minecarts and minecart chests weren't already a thing doing it, I would be fine with leaving them stuck together. But because those items already break apart the way they do, the boat with chests should break apart that way also. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the way these things work with hoppers Mm -hmm. is another thing yeah you can boat yourself right underneath a hopper to where it lines up with the boat or the chest and it will gather the contents from the hopper really cool didn't see that coming that to me that's not even the cool part the cool part is the maximum size storage compartment we could have beforehand was a two by one double chest now, you can do some some tweaking with a 
minecart chest or minecart hopper and get a two by two, but it was very delicate and you could easily knock that off. Mm -hmm. Now we can do a two by two straight up with the boat chest because it, the hoppers don't have to point into the chest itself. They just have to point into the boat, right? which is a, uh, a little bit smaller than a two by two hitbox. Mm -hmm. So now you're looking at four hoppers able to pull equally from the bottom. What is that? Two, four, six, eight hoppers on the side and four more hoppers on the top. So it's like 12 hoppers going in and four hoppers coming out. That's insane for a single chest. Right. Makes it a lot faster. Like so much faster. It also works with droppers. You could shoot an item from a dropper into these boat chests. Oh, you can? I did not realize that. Yes. Nice. Yeah, so like, it, again, it's, it's an item that doesn't seem like it's going to have much more functionality than a donkey, <laughs> but it really does. Mm-hmm. It's, it's great. I'm excited to see, like, splitting items evenly has always been a bit of a challenge if you do more than two, two outputs. The fact that you can do four outputs easily now is insane. Yeah. Yeah, I see, uh, I'm seeing a lot of Il Mango videos about these boat chests and how he's able to get these things working. And uh, it's amazing the stuff you can do with it. Yeah, if there's anybody who can come up with uh, creative ways to use that, it would be him. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure it's like a daily thing. Snapshot, Il Mango is figuring everything out about this thing in that 24 hours. Less than that, actually. You see a video come out. It's like, this is how it works. This is what we've done with it. And it's some crazy contraption that, you know, me or you probably aren't going to build. But just nuts. One of my favorite changes, though, in this snapshot is the waterlog leaves. Yes! I, I brought this up with the, uh, the roots. You know, the roots were able to get waterlogged. And I was like, man, what a big change. You know, it, it's not spawnable. It conducts redstone, though I, does this conduct redstone, no. the leaves? I don't, no, the leaves don't, just the roots as of right now. As of right now. Yeah, the waterlogged leaves allow you to hold water in a single block, which is mm -hmm. a big deal. To me, the bigger deal is I always hated putting leaves underwater in a fish tank because you would get that falling water texture on the face of the leaf. Mm-hmm, that too, yeah. Ugh, so ugly. Now, <laughs> ah, it's so cool. I, I can't wait. Yeah, be used a lot better in builds underwater, too. Uh, really happy with that. Mm -hmm. I think that's kind of it for the news. That, that was a good snapshot. Yeah, yeah, I liked it. Pretty excited for the boat and chest. The boat with chest, is that what it's called? Boat with chest? I think so. I think it's boat with chest. Yeah, it can be used with any wood type, by the way. Pretty sure that goes without saying. Though I did not see any crimson boats or warped wood boats with chests in it. I don't think they had boats. They don't have boats? They don't have boats, do they? Mm-mm. I never thought about that. Yeah, I thought that was weird because every wood type has a boat, even the mangrove. Yeah. Which isn't technically here. It has its own boat type, but yeah. None of the netherwoods have boat types. I feel like because you can actually... It, it would make sense to use those in lava, and they don't want you to use those in lava. They want you to use the strider, so they didn't make boats. 
Yeah, I can see that. Since it's fireproof wood. Mm -hmm. Still. Uh, But let's hop into some listener comments. We got three listener comments today. The first comment is from Diveclops. They ask, this question is to Duds and Jimbo. Hello. For an inventory update, I don't remember if y'all talked about it in in a past podcast. Right now, we have 36 inventory slots. Would an inventory update work slash be good if we get like 100 inventory slots? I'm going to go. You're still going to run into the same issues you have now. I Yeah, I think, I don't know. I don't know if you need 100 slots. Yeah, it's just when you have a big build in mind, that's where you really run into this inventory issue. Or, I don't know, just gathering things up as as you play, honestly. I mean, it seems to... Mm-hmm be an issue just for that just because there's so many items so many blocks in the game now when you gather these things up you get a lot of times you got to pick and choose what you're going to keep and throw away at least at the beginning of the game the inner chest with the shulker boxes in it is by far the the biggest fix for inventory that we've seen very helpful but yeah i don't i don't see them adding more slots to be honest on the character no, and I go back to, I don't think the inventory is a slot problem. It's a hot bar problem. Mm-hmm. Because you have to have so many items in a hot bar at any moment in survival, I should say. Yeah. We see in creative mode the fact that you can have preset hot bars. So the fact that I would like to be able to just switch my hot bar, like rotate my hot bars. So instead of having inventory slots, it's inventory hot bars. Yeah. So I could just rotate it in and out, and I think that would fix at least 50% of the inventory issues. The fact that I could have a building hot bar and a survival hot bar, I don't have to worry about putting my sword away or my axe away. Mm-hmm. Things that you need for everyday stuff. Yeah, I'm working with wood right now, so I need to put my shovel away and bring my axe back out. could only have three items I'm building with in this hot bar because it's filled with other survival tools. Yeah, and I feel like that's the reason why when I detail, like let's say I, I want a wall and I want to detail with different blocks, the easiest way is to just build the wall and then go through and detail it. Because if you detail with five different kind of blocks, your inventory is screwed up. Mm-hmm. So you just have the one block you build with and then you go back through with your detail blocks. <laughs> I feel like that's the easiest way, just because the inventory is the way it is. Jimbo goes, and breaks his wall up and puts new blocks in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Inventory slots, I don't think, are an issue. It's how to access the inventory slots is the issue. Yeah, could be. It'd be nice for maybe give us an experimental snapshot with something inventory-wise. See how people like it. Is it working? Is it causing more issues? You know, your hot bar thing, that could be a great experiment. Yeah. Uh, should we move on to the next question? Yeah, thanks for that, Dive Clops. Yeah, that's a good question. Always interested on in hearing how people would like to fix inventory. Mm-hmm. Uh, next question is from Jestix. Thinking about the LA, it would be cool if when you die, you could send the LA to go and get your stuff. I like this. Yes but I feel like it could only hold an inventory's worth. Like it's only going to pick and choose 64 things. Yeah. Unless it has a bigger inventory that we don't know of. But as of right now, it can only hold 64 items. Mm-hmm. 
So you're kind of like, okay, wonder what it's going to bring me, <laughs> you know? And if it brings me that, will it go back and get more of your stuff? That's the only thing. Right. And not to mention it now has to go into unloaded chunks. Yes. That's, yeah, that's a big deal. Maybe if you're in the area, you can set it off to where it can go get your stuff. Yeah. I mean, I guess you could do that. Like if you bring up, bring back up stuff, like if you have a pickaxe, you give it a pickaxe, but like, just go find my pickaxe. That's what I need the most. It should bring back your pickaxe in that, in that case, if you're close enough, you just don't know where it is. But then also, you know, it avoids water. If you die in water, it's not going to right. probably go get it there. But I do like the idea of BLA gathering up your stuff or finding your stuff. Maybe it could lead you yeah. to your stuff. Not so much go gather it for you. Yeah, that would be cool. There's, I'm trying to... The LA is such an unfinished mob right now. We need to see more. They're constantly tweaking it, though. Mm-hmm. We'll know more soon. It's just, as of right now, I don't think it's as cool as we were thinking it was going to be. To me, it the best thing it can do is follow you around like a pet and grab stuff for you that way. But setting it up to, like sort out a farm and it drops for you seems like a huge headache Mm -hmm. whereas an ice path with water does it quicker and faster and better and i know i said quicker and faster Mm -hmm. because it does because those aren't the same thing (laughs) yeah the la has this mechanic you know that it's supposed to do and that's all we knew when we voted on it this is what it does but now we see it and how it does what it does it's a little confusing, you know, it's just the way it works. And like you said, it seems like it'd be a pain to to set up anything useful with it. Right. I, I could see it, yeah. The most useful thing I could see is when it comes with you to help you gather resources. That's, that's the main thing I'll probably use it for, yeah. resource gathering. Yeah, and it helps that they did change it in this last snapshot, or it may have been the beta. Where if the LA is quote-unquote owned by someone, like you give it an item to collect, you physically can't hit it and hurt it. Mm-hmm. So you run in no more accidental killing of LA's. Yeah, that definitely helps with the resource gathering. It won't get in your way as much. Or if it does, you're not going to hit it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. The LA feels like it's in a, it's in a weird spot right now. What is it? The uh, the parrot spot. They're cool looking and fun to watch, but when it comes to usefulness, it's kind of on the edge. Yeah. And if you look back at the other mobs, you know, you're like, okay, these other ones have pretty cool mechanics too. But again, you could run into the same issue we're having with the LA. How, how are these mechanics going to work? Is it going to be a pain? Is it going to be useful? We don't know. Yeah. And you don't want it to... We got the LA. Yeah. You don't want it to be overpowered either. That's the other thing. Right. Also, yeah, that also. I don't know. My plan is to when I get one, because I will get an LA, because I think they're absolutely adorable. Mm-hmm. I love how they look. I will get an LA, and it will be my little buddy, and we will travel the world together. I like that. I, I'm, I'm not going to enslave the LA to <laughs> do my sorting for me. Right. One last listener comment we have from Core Otter. They say, hello, Duds and Jimbo. I've been thinking about a question for a long time, and I wanted to ask, 
what would be a good way to show Minecraft players about redstone in-game? Uh, a desert well, including puzzles, was my idea. Um, I think they already do this with the jungle temple. Yep, exactly. Yeah, the jungle temple has traps that involve redstone wire, and they're not they're not very hidden. And I think they're not very hidden for a reason to kind of show redstone in action. Right. If you have a pickaxe, you beat it. You know, you could just break <laughs> the wall behind it and see how everything works. Mm -hmm. They do. They give you an example of an and gate. I think it is or an end gate. Is it end gate or and gate? And gate. You have and gate, or gate, and nor gate. And gate. Yeah, so, you know, you switch the levers a certain way, it opens up the secret passage for a chest, which is pretty cool. It gives you a good example right there. Mm -hmm. I know there was a Minecraft tutorial, I believe, back in the day that gave different examples of redstone also. Yeah, um, Bedrock. Yeah, I don't think they have that today. Maybe they do. I don't know. I don't know if they have it today. It was like the free version of Minecraft, just to get... Yeah, get your feet wet. The grasp of it. Right. Yeah, mainly if I want to or learn anything about redstone, just hit the YouTube. Yeah. Yeah, Wireguy is mentioning in the live chat tutorial, it was the tutorial level for, I say bedrock, but at the time it wasn't bedrock. It was, I played on the PS4 version and it was basically a tutorial world. Yeah, it was like the free version of Minecraft before you bought it. Oh, my version wasn't free. I had to actually buy the game before I got the tutorial world. Oh, I think when I got the free version, I got the, you know, just the Minecraft tutorial. Now, we're older. We, you know, we got this stuff a long time ago. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if you uh, young whippersnappers know about that. <laughs> you young whippersnappers. <laughs> Let's move on because we're running out of time. Thank you guys so much for those comments. Those comments were from our Discord. It's the only place where you can talk to everyone who works on the show easily. Just take Rebel JC's word for it. What's going on, everybody? I'm Rebel JC, and I'd love for you to join our Discord community. Whether it's taking part in our Mending Minecraft vote, sharing your thoughts and opinions on Minecraft, or just chatting with like-minded listeners, the Weathering Effect Discord has something for everyone. Join today by following the link in the show notes. Thanks for the Discord ad, RubbleJC, and speaking of the Discord, it's the only place you can get involved in our Mending Minecraft vote. This week we asked you to choose between one of three items for us to discuss and improve. Your choices were Totem of Undying, Chorus Fruit, and Chestplate. And the winner of Mending Minecraft this week is... Chorus Fruit. Why? <laughs> I kind of seen it coming. I mean, the other options, yeah. chest plate, totem of them dying. Chest plate. Let us add elytras to chest plate. Yeah. Yeah, chest plate would have been a decent option. But chest plate and totem of them dying got single digit votes. Chest plate with nine, totem with eight. Mm -hmm. Horse fruit had 29 votes. It's a landslide. Yeah. You guys like your purple fruit. Yeah, I guess. A few things up here on the coarse fruit. It is a food item native to the end that can be eaten or cooked into popped horse fruit. It can be eaten even when the hunger bar is full and eaten, and eating it may teleport the player up to eight blocks in any direction. Coarse fruit can be obtained by breaking coarse plant blocks. Each block of coarse plant has 50% chance to drop the coarse fruit. This is not affected by fortune. 
eating one restores four hunger, which is two on the hunger bar, and uh, 2.4 hunger saturation. I don't know what that means. I don't know what the 2.4. I know it's not very good. Yeah. Force fruit can teleport the player through solid walls, and if in the air or flying, the fruit would teleport the player to the ground. That's a pretty big one. I've used that a lot in the end. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. If you're falling into the void, mm-hmm. you eat one of these, and you'll teleport, well, if you're close enough, I believe. Yeah, if you're close enough. If you're too far into the void, you're done. It's just going to teleport you higher up into the void and drop you again. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it can be helpful, I noticed, when using it in the end if you're falling. Mm-hmm. So I have a couple things, not a lot. One, these are not based off any real-life fruit, so there's that. I like the hunger and uh, saturation stuff that this food comes with. Because you can get so much of it so quickly, it makes sense for it to not be one of those easy food sources to munch on. Mm -hmm. That being said, the teleportation is good and harmful in the same way, meaning it's cool in the fact that like, if you're falling in the void or falling off an in-city, it makes sense to go ahead and munch on one of these. But like, if you're just purely hungry, it's not a fun thing to eat. Mm Mm-hmm. So my ideas were, one, popped coarse fruit would not teleport you, but you could still eat it. Okay. Honestly, I don't even know if you can eat it in-game once it's popped. I've never tried. No, you can't. You can't? No. Okay. So popped coarse fruit would allow you to eat the food, but not teleport you. It's lost its teleporting abilities. Yeah, kind of like popcorn. Yeah, exactly like popcorn. Popcorn doesn't teleport you or anything, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can still cook it, and it pops, and it's edible. Mm-hmm. So that would be nice. Maybe even keep the same hunger and everything. Yeah, yeah, I'm not, I'm not even wanting to up or down that. I think they have the hunger and saturation in a decent place. Mm-hmm. Because if you make a chorus fruit farm, you get loads of this stuff. Yeah, I was just going to say that. And they go, they go pretty quick. They do. But having a popped version would actually make it a decent food source. Not a great food source. There's obviously way better. But, you know, if you're out end busting and you run out of food, but you have some cobble, you can make a furnace. Mm -hmm. You probably have some planks and stuff on you, too, that you can burn and you'd be all right. Yeah. The other thing was pop chorus fruit, maybe distract Endermen. Kind of like how piglins get distracted by gold. Ooh. So if you look at an Enderman and it's chasing you, you might be able to toss a popped chorus fruit down, and it runs over to the chorus fruit, looks at it, eats it, and then starts chasing you again. Yeah. At least it would buy you time. Yeah, as far as we know, they eat it. Yeah. Yeah, that wouldn't be bad. Mm -hmm. And then the last item breaks my rule of making new things, but I thought this would be kind of cool. Combining a popped chorus fruit with an Ender Pearl would allow you to create a chorus fruit bomb. So if you throw it, instead of it teleporting you, it would actually spawn chorus fruit that hit in stone. Okay. Completely useless in most instances, but I just thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, I was going to think of a use for it, but I couldn't. (laughs) There's really not a very good use for it. I just thought it would be hilarious. Yeah. Oh, it'd be fun to see for sure. Always, always wondered why you couldn't make purple dye out of coarse fruit. Always thought yeah. that should be a thing. Should be a thing. Though it seems like, you know, it's it's a lighter shade. 
it's not technically the purple die that you get in the game, but the the only way to get purple die is to combine two different dies. I felt like Chorus Fruit, why couldn't you just make that into a die? I thought that's what you could do a long time ago, until I realized you couldn't. Yeah. I feel like that'd be a cool change. But it seems like Discord stayed away from this one. There's no mention <laughs> of Chorus Fruit at all, so pretty much all our fixes. Yeah, not a lot with Chorus Fruit. It's not a very depth item. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the best use, I feel like, you know, you, you get the end rods. You can craft end rods from them. Yeah, best use. They're not even that pretty to build with. Yeah, quick story I had when I first started playing Minecraft. I joined a server on Bedrock, and I was playing with other people. And uh, coming from the end, I had course fruit. This is the only food that I had at the time. And I'm in the nether. I'm trying to find my way back. And I was hungry, so I ate one of the coarse fruit and got lost. I teleported out of the tunnel. I was in, in the nether, and I was lost. And I ended up dying and losing my stuff because I ate the coarse fruit at the wrong time, teleported out of this two-by-two two tunnel, and I was you know, clueless where I was. I didn't know how they worked, really. I knew they yeah. teleported you a little bit, but I thought I was like far away from this tunnel. I should have just dug around and found my way back in. But yeah, that was... a. Uh, pretty funny oof it could be kind of fun if it could teleport you in the direction you're viewing so you could control which direction it teleports you to yeah maybe combined with something maybe you have something else but at the same time you have enderpearls that do essentially the same thing right except you can't go through walls Mm -hmm. anyways main topic i like our main topic this week yeah uh we're gonna do five in my case four jimbo's case yeah i got four cosmetic updates we think should be in the game yeah i'm gonna start by saying you took all the good ones i did take all the good ones i'm not even gonna lie <laughs> i was looking at it i'm like man those are some good ones. yeah that being said uh, oh crap i said that and i just i literally just blanked on what i was gonna say oh this isn't a top five list this is just five random items we wanted to talk about right uh, i guess i'll go first since i have more mm-hmm. you got one more than me the first one's a pretty obvious one. Basically, every server in single-player world manually puts these in at some point. Mob heads. Come on now. Yeah. We need mob heads in Minecraft. I can't believe it's taken this long. We still don't have them. Mm-hmm. Should be. Yeah, the fact that we you have to use a data pack to bring these in, sometimes they can be a little finicky. Like, if they're broken, at least the mob pack we're using, or the data pack we're using, it will turn the name of whatever head it is into player head and you can't stack it with them anymore at least the mini blocks that's the issue we're having with those at least i am Mm -hmm. maybe mob heads are a different thing well mini blocks are essentially just colored mob heads to look like blocks right isn't that what the other mob heads are just steve heads maybe not i don't know we're not we're not data data pack makers (laughs) guys we don't know exactly how that stuff works no mojang does so they should give us mob heads yeah i like that one my cosmetic update would be let me pick one here uh furniture Mm -hmm. i feel like uh it takes a lot to make different furnitures and i i like that that you can combine the blocks that are given to make different furnitures i really like that but you know then again there's no way to interact with these furnitures you know you can make a beautiful couch mm-hmm. but you kind of just got to shift on it squat down yeah. on it you know there, there's there's no use watch me squat on my couch right you know maybe 
different like maybe desks or drawers cupboards maybe something for storage in that sense i don't i don't know i would like to see different furniture being added it's hard it's hard to do interiors and this would make it so much easier just even adding the ability to sit yeah fixes all of this yeah that could fix it i guess my turn yeah that's it for furniture yeah i i don't want full-blown chairs in the game i like being able to craft my own furniture the way we do it now see i wouldn't mind having chairs in like tables yeah i i I feel like that does kind of you know bridge the gap of modded a little bit Mm -hmm. but cosmetic wise if they added it it would make things more appealing bookshelves that actually can hold books would be nice Mm -hmm. I'll, i'll give you that or different type of bookshelves they're not all the same yeah, the fact that we have to use the backside of a loom is a little weird. Mm-hmm. To break it up. Mm-hmm. But like, I mean, you can have a bookshelf recipe. Say it's three planks on one side, or three planks on each side, and then three trapdoors down the middle, and that gives you a bookshelf. And then you have to add the books into the bookshelf to get the bookshelf to activate an enchanting table. Mm-hmm. So you would add more steps so we wouldn't have, I don't know, day one enchantment steps. I mean, you still probably could do that, but... Yeah. More steps. More fun. There's probably a lot of people saying that is not more fun, Duds. <laughs> it takes three books to make a bookshelf anyway. Mm-hmm. Now maybe you make the furniture of a, built, of a shelf, then you add the books. Right. And if you wanted to, you can take out a plain book and put an enchanted book in there. Yeah. It wouldn't change anything. I think we're going down another path, though. I mean, a book is a book, so I would think it wouldn't change anything. Right. Anyway, my number two is the double-ended lead. This goes back to me wanting rope in the game, and if we're not going to get rope in the game, allow me to hook two ends of the lead to fence posts and stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. That's something we've been asking for for a while. Yep. I really like this. I think you'd see a lot of people use the heck out of this. Mm-hmm. And there's ways to balance it, you know, mm. maybe only so many blocks it can stretch. Mm-hmm. Well, it can only stretch so many blocks now before it breaks with the mob on it. So you just use that same. Yeah. Same distance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd be okay with that. Yeah. Uh, My next fix. Mm-hmm. Skin accessories mm. for your player. Now, as of right now, when making or designing a skin, at least in Java, you can actually import your skin to bedrock also but uh y- you get the two layers nowadays you see in a lot of videos even our server has different like I don't know, accessories you can put on your skin that the player interacts with mm-hmm. and uh now that i think about it i don't know how mojang could implement this into vanilla but then again the person when making your skin you know you normally don't I don't know, use the game itself to make your skin, kind of go to a third party, make your skin and import it. Correct. Maybe you can do that with like accessories. Maybe you want a sword on the person's back. Maybe you want something else just to go along with your skin to really stand out. Maybe a hat, a top hat, something along those lines. Which is something we're actually getting to do with, what's that program called now? I don't know. The block something. Oh, yeah. Winter's using the heck out of it, because that's how I have my hat in the game now. Mm-hmm. But, like, you talking about having the, the sword on your back. Block bench. Thank you, Casey. That's it. 
The sword on your back is something I've always wanted and would be a cool way to store the sword without taking a hotbar slot. Yeah. How you would implement that, I have no idea. Yeah, I'm not even talking about you know, that sort of thing. That would be cool. But yeah, just to, I don't know, make your skin even more unique to just add, I don't, I don't know, like I'm saying, I don't know exactly how you would do this, but it would just be cool to add different accessories to your player. Well, and see, my number three actually goes on that same aspect, and that's the invisible armor slash armor types. So we have invisible armor on Ripple Effect, and I love this. Mm -hmm. This is amazing. We spend so much time crafting our skins, so we are unique individuals in the game, just to cover it with full sets of armor. Mm -hmm. It's so boring, the fact that we get to see basically 50% 50% of our face, and that's it, once we have armor on. Yeah. And it's like... In our hands. Oh, yeah, in our hands. Sleeves. <laughs> so the ability to create invisible armor is awesome. I love it. Uh, another idea would be the fact that basically all the armor looks identical, except for netherite. They actually tried to change netherite a little bit up. I know that they want us to create our stuff and there are several armor texture packs out there that are really really good Mm -hmm. but i would like in the game to have at least a little variation so the iron armor and diamond armor aren't identical most of the netherite armor is identical like if you look at the boots in its item form it's got this little v shape cut into it Yep. But then you put the boots on in the game, and it's just block. Huh. Didn't realize that. Yeah. Why does it not have the V-shape in the game? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, leather boots should be cowboy boots. That'd be funny. <laughs> that would be a little tough, but yeah, I could see something like that. Yeah, maybe make different variations of leather boots. Make leather more fun to wear. Anyways, that's some, my number three went with your number three. Mm-hmm. I like that. Mm-hmm. That one. My next one is clear and connected glass. It's so annoying. I don't know who really likes this. <laughs> yeah. Those squiggly lines in the in the glass is, mm-hmm. I don't know, it's not very appealing. Yeah. And I feel like when you look out your window in real life, and I hate comparing real life to Minecraft, but you don't see that anywhere. Uh, sometimes you get like the, you know, I don't know, the... What am I thinking? Like the Victorian style glass with the metal inside of it. Oh, ironwork. Yeah, that's that's okay. But what I'm talking about is the glass in the game is scratched. Yeah, it's scratched. It should be see through. It should be like glass. I think Mojang is admitting the same thing you are because when they did the latest texture pack update, they removed a lot of those little squiggles. Yeah, but they're still there, and they kept some in there. And the fact that they're not connected to each other is annoying. Yeah. Well, I think that's that's got to do with some more coding. Like We know Optifine can do this and stuff. Right. I don't know if you can do connected textures without Optifine. I don't know how hard that would be. Yeah, it'd be nice to have. Yeah. It, it's, it's, again, it's one of those cosmetic things that have essentially become default for most players. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you see, like, like the bricks that come together, you think they're connected, but it's just the way the blocks line up. 
mm-hmm. it comes all together. But yeah, I, I I see what you mean. My fourth one is a parody change. I want cauldrons to have colored water in it. Simple enough. This is something that is in Bedrock. I don't know. And the fact that it could hold potions and stuff, it's really cool. It gives more uses to cauldrons than for us. It's like, well, it holds water. It's like, yeah, okay. I'd rather go get a three block water source. Now I have infinite water. I I don't need a bucket that holds a bucket of water. I need something that holds more than a bucket of water. Yeah, the most use we really get from cauldrons is just gathering lava, water, but that's thanks to the dripstone, mm-hmm. powdered snow. Yeah, so let me throw things of potions in there. Let me brew directly into a cauldron. That would be awesome. Mm-hmm. Let me color the water. Like, if I wash a banner off, let, let the colors of the dye change the water color, and I've got to change the water out of the cauldron and stuff like that. Little things like that. Yeah, I'd be okay with that. Mm-hmm. Pretty curious why we don't have it now, but yeah, it's something I always wanted. Yeah. Uh, my last thing, which is my fourth thing, is uh, more 3D textures. Yes. I, I use this from Vanilla Tweaks. The trap doors and doors look so much better with the 3D textures. Rails, ladders, mm-hmm. all that. I feel like... Mushrooms. Mushrooms. It's not even like stepping away from vanilla even it's just giving it a little more texture it's still blocky it still looks like minecraft Mm -hmm. doesn't take away anything from the game i feel like it should be in vanilla yeah my biggest pet peeve is when i lay rails down and it looks like someone just drew rails on the ground and i'm supposed to and i'm supposed to brace my mind that this box is going to now roll around on this drawing of rails Mm mm-hmm Give me a little texture. Same with a ladder. Yep. It helps out builds, too, if you use those ladders. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My favorite thing to do with ladders is to get a spruce trap door and put it vertically and then attach a ladder to the backside of it. Yeah. It looks so good, especially with a 3D ladder. Mm-hmm. Save space. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. All right. My last one, I think, is a fun one, and that's pattern concrete. And I got this idea. This, this one item is what gave me the topic this week and it's because i was walking down the sidewalk and i saw them pouring fresh concrete and taking a pattern and stamping it into the concrete so it would give it that brick look Mm. now obviously we would need to craft it but i was like this could be a, a way to get a new crafting table maybe you take banner patterns and you can put that on concrete that's what i was thinking Mm -hmm. yeah i don't think it would be too far-fetched to put like the piglin snout pattern on concrete. Right. And we kind of already have that with some blackstone. Mm-hmm. So being able to put it on other items could be cool too. Yeah. Put the pattern in the middle, put your concrete around it. Maybe you have to make eight at a time, you know, mm-hmm. to balance it out. Yeah. But it would be powdered at first, or would you have to make it solid concrete and then convert it? No, I, w- I would do it in the actual concrete block. Yeah, that would make more sense. Yeah, I saw some guys doing it, and they were trying to make like a cobbled road with this like brick pattern, and, and it looked really cool, and I was like, oh, man, I'd love to be able to do something like that. Mm-hmm. I think I've seen that. Yeah, we should have this in the game. Yeah, it'd be cool. Mm-hmm. All right, but I think that's going to do it for today's show. Before I have Jimbo read us out, I want to say a huge thank you to all of our patrons for supporting our show. 
Our milk level patrons are Omni, Croc, Fragile Rock, Casey Plays Games, OB, Vipers, Tuna, and Wire Guy. If you too would like to get access to exclusive benefits and hours of extra content each month, please consider joining at patreon.com slash the withering effect. If you like the show, you can share it with all of your friends and on social media. If you listen on Spotify, rate and follow us so you never miss a future episode. Or if you listen on Apple Podcasts, leave us a nice review. Doing any of these really helps the show reach more listeners. If you'd like to get in contact with us, send an email to podcast at thewitheringeffect.com, tweet us, leave a voice message, or join our Discord where you can have a chat with everyone who works on the show and fellow listeners. All the links are in the show notes. This show has been brought to you by Jimbo and myself, but also our digital producer, Carl. He helps make sure that the show ends up where it should be, and the amazing music you hear in the intro and outro is created by the one and only Decoy. Everyone's social media info can be found in the show notes. You guys have an awesome. Thank you so much for getting withered with us. should probably go drink some milk now. Bye. See you guys.